Water appears everywhere throughout the early books of the Bible, from Noah's Ark to the passing of the Red Sea. And then Jesus announces his arrival by being plunged into the River Jordan. Then he walks on a lake and switches gallons of the wet stuff into vintage wine at a wedding. There's a place in France that draws people from all over the world because they think that there is something in the water. Searching and even desperate people go there for spiritual blessing and even healing. Whatever the truth is about that small town in the foothills of the Pyrenees, it's mighty big business. Five million people descending on it every year who stay in one of the 270 hotels. I'll leave you to do the maths. It's quite a contrast to the way that Jesus interacted with ordinary people. He never expected them to jump through hoops, engage in complex religious rituals or attend certain locations. In fact, the opposite is true. Jesus went looking for them. You won't find a religion or a belief system on the face of planet Earth that in any way talks about a God who looks for us, who searches for us and wants to have a relationship with us. A few years ago, I was in a place called Rota on the south coast of Spain, running an event on a large outdoor stage. It was really hot and the air conditioning in the place that we were staying had packed up. So we went to the supermarket to buy a fan. While I was there paying for the fan at the checkout, I turned around and there was an old lady standing behind me. She looked very poor. She asked me in Spanish how much was the fan. And my friend said 15 euros and then her head dropped. Quick as a flash, I found a prompting from God to go back into the shop and get a second fan and give it to the lady. She was very emotional and so was the checkout assistant. It was quite a moment. She tucked the fan under her arm and we watched her walk out into the street. And I genuinely thought that was the end of it, but God had other ideas. That night, she turned up at the event to hear me speak. I was telling the crowd about Jesus and in particular, the story that I'm gonna tell you today. She came to the front at the end and we prayed for her. The following night, a few other people came who had heard the story and they listened to the gospel of Jesus as well. It was like a literal reenactment of the day when Jesus met a lady at a well. First, let me tell you something about wells because there's actually three types. The first one is a cistern well. No, not the box that sits on top of the toilet, but a container that has stagnant water inside it. The second is a shaft well, which is literally a hole that is bored into the ground and taps into a wellspring of water. The third type is something really special. It's called an artesian well, and this is the literal definition. 
an unending source of naturally filtered, pure water that seeps to the surface without limit and defies logic. So let's wind the clock back 2,000 years and transport ourselves about 2,000 miles from here in England. We're going to find out what happened when Jesus visited a famous old watering hole for a so-called chance meeting with a woman from the local community. The temperature of religious hatred is rising daily on the streets of Jerusalem as Jesus and his disciples leave through the back gate. They walk north through Samaria en route to Galilee. Some people say that he took a diversion, but that's not actually true. It was the most direct route, but it wasn't the route that he really should have took. The well-trodden path for people like Jesus was along the valley of the banks of the Jordan River. You see, Samaritans were seen as the enemy and there was a lot of hostility and bad blood between them. It's the same old story of a turf war between neighbouring communities with a dose of racism and spiritual bigotry thrown in for good measure. But Jesus didn't go up the Jordan Valley he walked straight over the Samaritan border, ignoring the religious customs of the day. Jesus still goes out of his way, in some people's opinion, the wrong way, in order to reach the people who need to hear the love of a father more than anyone else. Maybe he is heading in your direction today. After about 30 miles of walking, Jesus arrives at a famous old ancient water well. The people in his travelling party who have made the trip with him head into town to get a spot of lunch, leaving Jesus alone to have a conversation with a woman from the local community who is drawing water in the middle of the day, which incidentally was not the normal schedule. Usually the women of the village would go to the well to draw water together early in the morning and early in the evening to avoid the heat of the day. So it almost seems like the lady is in the right place but at the wrong time and Jesus is in the wrong place but at the right time. So how does he open up the conversation with this woman who he has walked eight hours to have a conversation with. This woman from the despised neighbouring community who's got a lot going on and a lot going wrong with her life, which is probably why she's at the well on her own. This is what Jesus says to her. Please, can you get me a drink? That's it. That's the opening line. Hardly the words of somebody who has come to tell her all the things that she has done wrong, most of which she already knows. This is how the Bible records the opening part of their conversation. The woman said to Jesus, You are a Jew and I am a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For Jews do not associate with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God, and who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. You have nothing to draw with and the well is deep. Where can you get this living water, she said. 
Then Jesus gets to the heart of the matter. Go and get your husband, he said, and come back. Now the conversation goes weird and she gets a little bit shifty because she's had a number of relationships and she's a bit guarded. We don't get to know why she's had a number of relationships in her life. Maybe she's been widowed more than once. Maybe the relationships have gone wrong and things haven't worked out. Maybe that's why she's at the watering hole on her own. Maybe she's been rejected. Maybe she's been rejected badly. Maybe she's got a reputation. She arrives back at the village and says this, come and meet a man who told me everything I ever did. It's crazy talk. Jesus didn't do anything like that. In fact, he hardly said anything to her. But what he did do was this. He used the physical illustration of a watering hole to talk about the real need of her life and the real need of the human heart for a wellspring that meets the deepest need. The Bible captures these beautiful words of Jesus. Anyone who drinks this water will thirst again, but anyone who drinks the water that I give them will never be thirsty again. It will be like an artesian well that springs up inside of them to eternal life. A source of life-giving water that meets our deepest need for acceptance, forgiveness, hope, peace and transformation. Jesus walked away from the crowds in Jerusalem and then ignored the rules of race, class, gender, culture and religion in order to reach one person who needed to hear that they were loved. He did it for me as well and for billions of others, including the lady in Spain who walked out of that supermarket with a 15 euro fan. And he can do it for you as well. God wants to meet you at the artesian well of living water. One of the old patriarchal Jewish prophets called Jeremiah spoke these words from God and they're recorded in the Bible. My people have walked out on me, the fountain of fresh flowing water, and then they have dug their own wells that leak like sieves. Maybe that's you today. Maybe you need to meet with God in the same way that I did all those years ago and so many others have too. This simple prayer will help you do that right now. Father God, I'm sorry for digging my own wells looking for the water I need to survive. Thank you for the living water that comes from you. Please fill me today as I open up my life to you. Amen. Amen.